morning, squad. Happy hump day. Welcome back to Mad Missy Sports Morning Show, the number one spot for everything sports in the morning, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. But to start off episode three, I just want to say um, it's good to see Brian Robinson, the running back from the Washington Commanders, back at Washington training camp, recovering in crutches. Just a just a good sight to see to see him alive, healthy, and in good spirit. You get what I'm saying? Especially with surrounding that Washington Commanders franchise. Sean Taylor, who was the safety of the then Washington Redskins, having a home invasion, being shot and killed in his home, trying to defend his home. Um, yeah, it's good to see Brian Robinson back on the field. You feel what I'm saying? But to move on into some even bigger news that was released yesterday and that's um john wall opening up to his mental state during these past few seasons that we haven't seen john wall this is coming into the 2022 2023 nba season the last time john wall played the majority of an nba season was the 2016 2017 nba season where he played about 77 78 games that is crazy. That is a long time to be out of something that you love, to be out of the limelight, which he loves, and to be out of the public eye, which he loves. And at that same time, you losing your backbone and your your support. You get what I'm saying? So it was, to me, amazing and just astonishing to see John Wall open up in that way. I never seen John Wall as that type of person Looking back on John Wall as he in the pregame routines and all that or celebrating his dunks or layups or good plays in general. He always had the dance moves down packed. It always seemed like he was more in tune with the more current um, pop culture events more than he was concerned with winning. You get what I'm saying? So to see him open up and say that he contemplated suicide while he was dealing with his injuries when he lost his mom. Then following the next year, he lost his grandma, or he lost his grandma, then the following year, he lost his mom. I forget which one came first, but that is a lot to deal with. Then, like I said, he was out of the NBA for a season. You watching as people putting Westbrook on a pedestal, they putting Steph on a pedestal, they putting Dame up there, they looking at CP3, they looking at all these dudes, the, the Warriors getting so much praise, LeBron James is the GOAT. You get what I'm saying? It's all this surrounded these these athletes that are in your your profession at the same time where you can't even get back on the floor then you don't even have the support to lean on to talk to moms like yeah like this like i, I like mom I, I might retire like i'm you feel what i'm saying he don't even have that support so it was it, it was um dope in my opinion to hear him open up in that way man and i hope he bounces back and has a very very good season for the clippers not too good to knock off my uh golden state warriors but good enough to make it interesting you dig what i'm saying but yeah man like i said it's been six years six seasons since we've seen john wall for the majority of the season he didn't play last year he said out 2020 he played 40 games with houston rockets they were garbage and you got to think about the 2020 season and the, the the bubble and all that that was going on so he's forgotten about then he didn't play the year before that i don't believe yeah the, the year before that that's when he had his achilles and then the two years before that he only played i think 33 games and then he played half a season before that before 2016 2017 so 
man, I, I hope he comes back strong. I feel as though the the success of the Clippers is very much predicated on the health of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, though. So as long as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can stay healthy, then they will be a threat. They will be a, a force to be reckoned with in that West. And I feel like John Wall will remind NBA fans of what he could do. Hopefully, he can, he comes back with a with a better game and all that. But um, it, it was it was dope, and I feel like it, it was good for the community for a person like John Wall to open up and expose himself in that manner. You get what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate that. And whoever was there in his corner to get him out of those dark days, kudos to you. Hats off to you because we need all of our heroes and John Wall is a hero. You get what I'm saying? So let's move into the NFL, the NFL news. You feel what I'm saying? Had to speak on some some serious stuff at first, of course, as usual. You know what I'm saying? But let's get into the NFL, man. And the NFL has finally dwindled down and cut down the rosters. We down to game day 53-man rosters, baby. You feel what I'm saying? Cuts is in, resigns is in. Jimmy Garoppolo back as the uh, backup. Um, I love, love the response from John Lynch and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan about Jimmy Garoppolo being willing to restructure his contract, reaching out to them and seeing that the best situation for him was to come back as a backup for the San Francisco 49ers. I love that they expressed that and clarified that and made sure that nobody thought that this was something like, oh, we bringing him back for the whole 25 mil. We just not sure about Trey. No, it was, it's a good situation. You won 6.5, cool. Oh, and if Trey get hurt and you gotta come in and you play and you play well, oh, we'll, we'll throw in some extra incentives. Get what I'm saying? So I, I, I like that. But for me, with the 53-man roster intact, what team is the team to look out for this year? This is a, um, a big year. And I feel like a lot of teams are getting a lot of praise because they gained a lot of big stars. You got the Miami Dolphins. You got the you got the Las Vegas Raiders. You got um just just teams all over. You got the Buffalo Bills. They, they just picking up stars left and right. But for me, I'm going to tell you this team that to me scares me. And I know my, my fans and the people that know me are going to be like, oh, my goodness, this dude, man, it's either this team or that team with him. But I'm going to break it down into a logical reason of why I say that the Baltimore Ravens are a team to be reckoned with this year. And y'all better not sleep on them. I'm telling y'all. I'm going to tell y'all why. The number one reason, the health. The health this year. Let's just look at the running backs rum in general. Who's coming back this season? Who didn't play a down last year? Who didn't play a down last year? These dudes got hurt in training camp. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. All coming back. All playing. All different style running backs in a run first system. Come on, man. Not to mention when it was, what, week 13? The Ravens were still the number one seed in the AFC until Lamar Jackson got hurt. So you revamping, I think they got rid of Alejandro Villanueva, who was getting beat like a runaway slave on that left side. Man, he was just too slow. He wasn't quick enough to keep up with those defensive ends out there. And you got your running backs coming back? Now, don't get me wrong, you losing Hollywood, it's going to affect you. But Rashad Bateman, this is your time, player. This is your time. You dig what I'm saying? And then, like I said, this is a run first team anyway. You got the tight end out there. I don't want to, I'm thinking tied heap. This is how far back I'll be going. Mark Andrews, I think it's Mark Andrews out there. One, I think top three tight end in the game right now. So overall, so the Baltimore Ravens to me 
or a team to be reckoned with. The second reason I'm going to say that is because look at the division. Look at the division. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to say that seeing as Deshaun Watson is out for 11 games at least, Jacoby Brissett, no, they're going to be competitive. They're going to be in games. They're going to fight. They're going to be there. They're not a threat to win that division. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're in rebuild mode. They're in a, a quarterback battle between Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett is probably going to win. So they're going to be in games. We know what Mike Tomlin does. He's going to coach them up. They're going to be there. I don't think they're a threat to win that division. Now let's look at the Bengals. Everybody's a, a prom queen. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody's prom king this year. Uh, oh, they going to bounce back. They revamped the offensive line. I see them regressing this year. I see the rest of the league catching up to the NFL, the rest of the league catching up to the Bengals just like they did with every other offense. They came out, they stunned the NFL last year. The offense was explosive. Now you had some iffy calls in the playoffs. You had some iffy decisions in the playoffs that got them to the Super Bowl, but I feel like the NFL's defenses are going to catch up with that Bengals offense regardless with a revamped offensive line, which we got to see perform first before we say it's revamped. You feel what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, and and they went 2-0 against Baltimore last year. You think Baltimore not going to have a little extra a little extra sauce to get on Bengals? Y yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll see. And lastly, it's the contract year for a top Five quarterback in the NFL, Lamar Jackson. He has not gotten a new contract yet. A new contract yet. He said once this season, the regular season kicks off, he is not he's not negotiating anymore. He's focused on winning. And guess what? He's gonna make them pay out the wazoo. And guess how he's gonna do that? By winning and winning big, winning a lot. Trust me, this Baltimore Ravens team, woo! They gonna be scary this year. Health aside. They are going to be very, very scary this year to remind the NFL of where they were the past few years. Super Bowl contenders the past few years. You feel what I'm saying? So that health is going to pay, uh, play a huge factor in that AFC North and how I feel like the Baltimore Ravens are going to make their stamp in the NFL again. Moving on, man. I shine some light on the GOAT, Serena Williams, yesterday morning. Let's shine some light on the three kings, the three goats of tennis of this era that we were blessed to witness. Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, and Novak Djokovic. And my guy during this era of these three kings was always Rafa because he played with so much power and passion. Like the dude serve game was ridiculous. You feel what I'm saying? This man on clay, un touchable you feel what i'm saying now novak he's he's special and roger federer is just like this is the crazy the debate is crazy but my guy was rafa i want to give rafa nadal some some flowers for coming out winning his first set in the u.s open since 2019 last night and gearing towards getting another major title before he wraps up his illustrious career because it's looking like Roger Federer is not going to be able to come back. He's been dealing with injuries every time he, some, he steps back on the court. I don't remember the last uh, set I seen, the last tennis match I seen um, Roger Federer win. So it's going to be, it's looking like it's coming down, it's coming to the end of the three Kings. Novak is still at the top because he was the youngest coming into it. So he's probably going to continue going on for a few extra years after those dudes. But yeah, it's coming to an end and it's been a fun fun ride man hopefully Rafa Nadal can give us a few more wins before he gets up out of here and ends it off but to end out hump day 
episode three, Mad Busy Sports Morning Show. Man, y'all know I got my boxing take, man. Y'all, y'all know I gotta throw them hands. Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep. I gotta throw them hands in there. So I'm asking, I'm asking, since these both these fighters are huge names, huge superstars, both just lost their last two fights, if I'm not mistaken. I know Anthony Joshua lost his last fight, and if I'm not mistaken, Deontay Wilder's last fight was against Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury 3, and he got knocked out as well. He got knocked out. Uh, Anthony Joshua didn't get knocked out by Usyk. But can we make this fight happen finally? You feel what I'm saying? We finally see Usyk and, and uh, Fury probably in another class. But let's can we see the, the, the tier two dudes go at it? Can we see... Um, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder go at it. I, I don't care if it's in Vegas, if it's in the UK, if it's in Mombasa on Mars. You fool what I'm saying? Like, listen, make that fight happen. You fool what I'm saying? That's what I'm asking for as a Boston fan. Can you give us Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder? I feel as though it would be a very good clash of two contrasting styles. Deontay Wilder would definitely have to get his boxing game up, but I think Anthony Joshua would definitely have to uh, get his head movement up because if he get caught with one of those bombs and we all know Anthony Joshua chin is a little shaky you feel what I'm saying so I would definitely love to see that match but y'all know what it is man Madness Sports Morning Show hump day happy Wednesday have a productive day today like comment share subscribe listen Madness Sports Entertainment game